three, two, one, cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts, to connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I had to keep my work a secret, so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket, I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both midwives and mosquitoes. Surely this unification will be absolutely neato. So let us not waste time and get this show on the road. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the brew. Because this is the place where I say. a theme song. Before we get back to the show, I just want to say how much we have loved bringing you shows like Winnie Taylor's Fourth and Inches, or the new Earth Rangers Underground podcast, and especially the new episodes in the Six Minutes feed, the ones about the Cyrus Lost Tapes. And this is when I need to say a big thank you to all our GZM subscribers. Your support makes independent audio like this possible. If you're not a GZM subscriber yet, right now is the time to join for ad-free listening, early access, and more. Show your support and learn more at gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Help us bring you more great shows by becoming a subscriber today. And thank you. All right, Unifier, I believe it is time for a classic unification. To that end, I shall require two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. I'm only seeing uh, one subject in the chamber here. Ooh, uh, Taylor, translator, please. I'm here. Okay, it must just be very small. Hello? Hello, hello. yes, welcome. I am Professor Jameson Burkhead. Uh, This is my laboratory slash space station, uh, also known as the Unifier. Uh, Welcome aboard. I'm going to do a few deep cleansing breaths, Mm. because this is a lot. I won't deny it's uh, perhaps a little overwhelming at first. It's pretty big. Yes, quite large, but it must be, as this is the greatest scientific experiment uh, in human history. So congratulations to you both for being a part of it. I still don't see the other person talking. I'm here. Okay, I don't either, um, but he does confirm he's here, so we we have to trust in that. Could you perhaps identify yourself, uh, other subject? Animal. Introduction. Oh, me? My name is Marky. Hi, I'm here. Uh, I am a mosquito. Oh, okay. So, uh, I'm just going to seal you two behind these suspension fields and immediately retreat to the observation booth. (laughs) And can you see me up here in the observation booth? Hello? Yes. Hello. Yes, hello. Hello. Uh, Well, as I said, uh, this is the greatest scientific experiment in human history. Our goal is to achieve a harmony between our two minds, a process we call unification. So, why don't we get to know each other? Uh, Marky, you've already introduced yourself. Yes, I'm here. Uh, Yes. Uh, You on the right, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, who you are, where you're from, what is it that you do? Human. Introduction. My name is Nina Lotus. I am a certified midwife, so I practice midwifery in the San Francisco Bay Area. Probably Marky uh, doesn't know much about uh, 
midwifery? I would love to tell you about my passion. It entails births that happen outside of a hospital setting. So births that happen without intervention. It's a gift. It's a calling. And that's what I do. So you help the person lay thousands and thousands of eggs of which only 1% will survive? Um, it's a slightly different process uh, for humans, uh, Marky. I imagine the mosquito uh, midwifing community would be very busy. Honestly, uh, I am not by law allowed to deliver twins because that can be a more risky birth. So it's only singular. One baby. That's correct. Okay, but surely there are dozens upon hundreds of larval stage babies, yes? Uh, no, just one baby. Whew, how do humans survive? You know, it's sort of a fair question. Actually, Marky, why don't you tell us, from your perspective, you know, what's the average day like for a mosquito? Sure. Uh, have you ever run from something bigger than yourself? Only in a couple isolated incidents, but yes. Well, then you get it. That's my 24 hours a day, all the time, for seven days, and then that's it. That's it for me, you know? Uh, sorry, Marky, you only live for seven days? That's it? Seven days, seven days, six nights, and then dunzos! <laughs> you don't even get the seven nights? I'm actually on my fifth day right now, so I'm really going through the bucket list today. Isn't that such a good lesson about how precious life is? We have to be present for every moment. Nina, in many ways, I suppose that is true. Hey, Nina, what's a mosquito's worst fear? I I don't know. The SWAT team? <laughs> huh? Not bad, huh? That's not bad. Uh, Nina, same question. Why don't you tell us uh, what's a regular day like for a midwife, if there is a regular day? I begin every day with 25 sun salutations and a series of herbal tinctures based on what my body tells me it needs. I follow that with a nutritious breakfast. Is it blood? Is your nutritious breakfast blood? I do not consume blood, but you are correct. There is no typical day because at any given moment, I could be called to witness the beauty that is a birth. How long have you been a midwife? I have been a midwife for four years, and before that, I was a certified public accountant. Double threat, huh? Yeah, I do have uh, extensive training in uh, tax law. But you have foregone that in favor of being a midwife. Uh, that's quite a life change. It was not my calling being married and living in the suburbs, working as a CPA. That wasn't right for me. You know, speaking of bucket lists, there's a bucket list item if ever there was one. Following one's calling. What else is on your bucket list? Oh boy, I want to see the movie The Bucket List. You, you've heard of The Bucket List, but you haven't, you haven't seen the film. That's right, I've seen the trailer. Well, there's only so many movies about older male friendships, I suppose. It's a very underrepresented demo. I guess from a mosquito perspective, you are sort of in, you know, the twilight of your life. Yeah, it's a movie for me. Marky, assuming I can get a promise from you that you will not bite Nina Lotus, could we perhaps move on to the next stage of the experiment? Hey, hey Nina, guess what? Yeah, a what? Because I am a male mosquito, I don't actually suck blood. Only female mosquitoes suck blood. And the reason that they feed on blood is because, you know, they're pregnant. Oh, dear. That makes me have a new appreciation for this. I would be delighted for them to host upon my body because the pregnant body needs what it needs. Marky, with that information, I, I think we can safely deactivate these suspension fields and uh, uh, allow the two of you to interact with each other physically. Deactivating force field. That smells like some good hot blood. I'm not interested, of course. It sounds a little bit like you're interested. I have been bitten a lot in the past. As you say, I do have very good blood. I eat a lot of leafy greens. I will try to not bite you. No promises. Seven days, no rules. I guess on that last day, you must really throw caution to the wind. Yeah, I would think that would go on the bucket list by the end there.
Yeah, but but you also, I'm pretty much guaranteeing that I'm going to get SWAT if I suck the old blood. That's true. I, I must imagine the SWAT risk goes up considerably once you start trying to bite people. Yeah, that could be the end of it. Hey, Professor, guess what? What do you call it when you SWAT a mosquito on your arm? Uh, I don't know. That its death was in vain. Get it? Do you get it? Uh, okay, yes. Do you get it? Marty, I'm going to say you've got a remarkably light attitude about the death of your species. Well, you know, you got seven days. Come and go. Easy come, easy go. You know what I mean? I'm here. You mentioned earlier that you spent basically your entire life running away from things much larger than you. Oh, yeah. Is it confounding to be this close to a human and be able to talk to them and get to know them? Absolutely. From my perspective, I'm talking to a giant mountain. So, yeah, it's pretty scary. I will say I do have the peace and strength of a large mountain range, I do think. I I have also run away from a creature much larger than myself. It was a mother grizzly bear. Oh dear, that sounds very scary, Nita Lotus. I was on a hike. I noticed that she was in the early stages of labor, and I I tried to make myself available to her if she wanted my assistance. Nita Lotus, surely you know that a, a bear does not use a midwife. Well, they could. I can just say, she wasn't in the best position. All she needed to do was some light gyrations, which I offered, and she was not amenable to that and did attack me. And as you can see, I do have some light scarring from that. Oh, good lord. Oh, that looks like good hot blood came out of those wounds. You know, I would do it all again, because, you know, the next Mama Grizzly might really be ready for some some help. Nina, it really sounds like you're putting yourself at considerable risk. It's a calling. It is a calling. What was it that made you awaken to this lifestyle? I had a dream. I actually had several uh, dreams of little babies being born. But you know, I interpret dreams. That's uh, another part of what I do. I have a recurring dream that I need help interpreting. Oh, please. So every night for the last five nights, I've had the same dream. I emerge from an egg sac and then something tries to swat me. Hmm. What does it mean? Based on my long history and the amount of work I've done studying dreams, I can tell you that those dreams are a fear of death. Now, many people might not figure that out from those dreams. Nina Lotus, even I was able to decipher that one pretty quickly. Well, Western medicine just isn't ready to recognize the meaning behind dreams, and I think that I could really zero in on it. Honestly, that tracks, big time. Marky, um... I hope this has given you some perspective on your dreams. Perhaps we should move to the uh, next phase of the experiment, the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Taylor, do you want to go go ahead and uh, commence the IRO drop? Introduction of random object. Oh, Taylor, what? That's my lunch! Whoa. Well, it's part of the experiment now. It appears to be a, a cheeseburger. It is a cheeseburger. I was actually very excited about that. It looks juicy. You have a hot cheeseburger for lunch? Well, you know, uh, from the microwave, but... Oh, right. We have sort of a limited diet up here on the space station, and, you know, I sort of save the cheeseburgers for Friday. Oh, yeah, day seven. I hear that, brother. It's a real day seven kind of meal. It looks pretty good. looks pretty juicy. Am, am I... Were we allowed to, um... It's in the chamber now, so... Oh, boy. Now, I will ask, is this organic and grass-fed? You know, they come prepackaged for the microwave, so I, I have to say probably not. I generally avoid refined white flowers and any meats that are not sustainably raised, so I, I might pass on this. You know what, that's, that's fine. The IRO is sort of there to stimulate conversation and increase the, uh, the unification between the two of you. Oh, this thing is huge. Mark, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend attempting to eat the whole thing. It's good, though. You want to be really careful about what you put into your body, especially in the twilight years of life. Ooh, 
I'm feeling logy. Does this happen to you after a burger? Honestly, I, I do feel a bit sluggish after I have one of those burgers. Oh, boy. I would suggest hydrating. Hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Help your body to process that huge caloric load that you just inhaled. Excellent advice, Nino Lotus. No doubt the babies in your care are lucky to have you. How many births have you midwife? Many, many births. Over 300. Did you ever help bring an animal life into the world? Yes, uh, several. Dogs and cats only. You know, I'd love to do a horse. I'd love to do a, a grizzly. I really think the grizzly might not be worth it. It's the crown jewel, and no one's done it. Connection. Building. Uh, well, uh, I'm looking at our unification meter here, and we're, we're at a very respectable, you know, 71% here, but I think we are going to need to connect the two of us a little more strongly if we hope to achieve a full unification. Do you have a DVD player and a DVD library on board this ship? Ah, of course, the bucket list. Marky, I'm sorry to say I do not. What kind of futuristic space station is this? Are you kidding me? No DVD player? It's sort of more about the science here than it is about, you know, relaxing. Uh, I have not seen The Bucket List, but watching the entire movie The Bucket List would eat up a pretty significant short portion of your remaining time on this planet. It'd be worth it, though. Why is it called The Bucket List? Biggest mystery of all. Oh, I see. The Bucket List is a term for the things that you want to do before you kick the bucket. I can't kick a bucket. It's too big. You should know, Marky. Kick the bucket is an expression that humans use to refer to, uh, you know, when they pass away. That's what the movie's about? Ugh, hard pass. You know, Marky, when you said you were crossing things off the bucket list earlier, I did not think to inquire what you thought that meant. But I'm glad to see we've crossed off both the film and the idea of a bucket list itself and saved you potentially hours of wasted time, which, in your terms, is years. Yeah, I mean, there's no time, no time, you know what I mean? I gotta move, move, move. I bet. Now, if only you could help Needle Lotus midwife a grizzly, she could eliminate her bucket list. I have an idea of how you can help the mosquito population thrive. If you ever get stung by a mosquito, don't swat it, because that's a pregnant mosquito. Okay, I think I can safely promise to do that. Unification complete. Well, I'm, I'm pleased to say this cross-species exchange of information has resulted in a full unification. Congratulations to you both. Yeah. Excellent. I'm here. <laughs> yes, you indeed you are. You are here, and you are seen, I think, by Nina Lotus. That's really wonderful. Indeed. Upon achieving unification, you will be returned to Earth uh, in about 20 seconds, so if you do have anything to say to each other, I would do it now. 20 seconds? That's so long! Um, Thank you for the gift of your presence today. Thank you, Nina Lotus! Is that cheeseburger still around? Uh, I think it's right next to you. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome, Marky. Thank you so much for your contributions to science, and goodbye! Taylor, I've been thinking maybe it is time to get a DVD player up here. You know, we could microwave some popcorn, do movie nights. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Oh, no, I don't like horror movies. No, I couldn't watch that. It's too scary. I don't think it is fun to be scared. Fine, we'll think about it. Hey, it's Jess. Did you know that GZM Shows has a YouTube channel? Right now, all of six minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, GZM Beats, and Cupid and the Reaper are up. And they're in these, like, beautiful playlists. They have this fun audio waveform visual. And best of all, you can turn on captions. And the captions have character names. 
Anyway, subscribe to GZM shows on YouTube. Maybe there'll be some cool things in the future, like live streams, interviews, behind the scenes. We'll see. GZM shows on YouTube. Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.